0: What is up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Formula One Gridlock Podcast. My name, of course, is Nathan Charles, and I'm here with my co-host, Chase Bozung. Chase, how you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. How are you doing? I am good this week with school and everything. I'm very tired. I was yawning all day today in class. My week started out, my week started off chaotic because I went to a college football game over the weekend. So obviously that's a whole day like experience, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, leaves you dead tired. So the week started off um, <clears throat> on a low note and it has continued that obviously still, I don't know. I'm still like, I still have some like sinus thing going on. I don't know what it is. Oh, it, yeah. just, it just has one of those that just sticks with you forever. You can never really get over it, but my plan after we finish recording this podcast is to watch a movie I have to for class and then go to bed. So hopefully, if with a good night's sleep, I will be feeling better. Yeah, but Chase, mm-hmm. that's not what we're here to talk about. Not at all.
1: Not we are at here.
0: All. We are here to talk about the 2021 Turkish Grand Prix.
1: Yes. Sir. It was an interesting
0: one, Chase. It was an interesting one. I'm I'm excited to hear your thoughts on it. Yeah. So give me your one word
1: description. My one word description for it is Downfall and it's not really about the race, uh, mainly just because I didn't I don't really have a word for the entire race. So it's just you know, I'll choose it specifically. It's in reference to Hamilton and I'll expound on that later, but okay. it's I think we're seeing a trend here. Is what I'll say. Ooh, okay.
0: I like where you're going with that. Um, yeah. My word was average. Mm-hmm. I didn't love this one, Chase. And that is unfortunate because I really do love this track. I think it's mm-hmm. a really beautiful track. There's a lot of opportunities to overtake. And because of the rain, I don't think we got the full experience on this track.
1: I can see it.
0: I think this race was average. I think it had the potential to become a really, really interesting race. If something were to happen in like the top five, like maybe somebody spins out, maybe somebody messes up a corner and spins out. And then we've got, you know, a new person fighting for maybe third place, but that never really happened. And we we did have, um, uh, Carlos Sainz. No, not Carlos Sainz. We had, um, Charles Leclerc, uh, up in third place. And mm-hmm. that was kind of iffy, but honestly, like, he had been on those tires for so long toward the end of that race. we I yeah. kind of knew Sergio was going to get past him.
1: Mm-hmm. Agreed. So,
0: overall, this this race had some interesting moments, but overall, it was an incredibly average race, not one that yeah. I will remember.
1: I can agree with that. <clears throat> and that's kind of why I chose a word that wasn't really about the race because it's like, you know, yeah. how many, how many ways can you describe on a race that's what it is? You know, mm-hmm. it's nothing special.
0: Exactly. This was very much a big picture race. Like this race yeah. didn't necessarily give me any new thoughts about any drivers, but it was important for the the grand scheme of things, especially the Constructors Championship. I was agree. A, this was very important big. for that.
1: Big for that.
0: Let's talk drivers,
1: Chase. Give me your driver of the day. I mean, it's got to be Carlos, right? He starts back of the grid mm-hmm. because of a grid because of a engine replacement yeah I replace the engine ends up eighth <clears throat> in in rain the entire race is in rain so you can't just you know full send down you can't break super late and just outbreak your opponent uh, because you know you gotta gotta think about what's the rain gonna do I think I think it goes to signs for me and I I think he deserves it. I don't think he gets a lot of spotlight. I think I think he deserves it. There were a lot of other really good choices, but for me, I don't know, part of me I'm a Red Bull fan and we all know this. Yep. And, and I like I like uh McLaren a lot too. But part of there's this thing in the back of my head that says you like Ferrari and I do. So I feel like, you know, I got to give it to my guy in the Ferrari. That's a valid that, that's
0: valid, I think because it's Ferrari, you have this like you want them to be good, yeah like you want them to be up there fighting for it, maybe you don't want them to win, mm-hmm. I certainly don't want them to win, but I Not want them to be- com- I want know, mm-hmm. but I want them to be competitive at least exactly, yeah, anyway, I think that's a great pick um in your opinion, real quick, yes or no, is Carlos science mm. underrated mm.
1: Yes, I'll have to answer yes or no. But yes. Let or no. me let me think about it for like half a second.
0: I was just like scrolling on my feed on like YouTube and you know how creators will sometimes post like, you know, polls and stuff like that. One of the polls mm. I saw was Is Carlos Science underrated? And I well I don't I'll tell, tell me you the results. Don't I won't tell you yet. the results, but the results might shock you. What do you think? So
1: the question was, is he underrated? Is he underrated? Yes. Uh, I think the majority of people said no, but I I say yes. I okay. disagree. I say yes. He, in the, real quick, he is the reason that McLaren still isn't in the gutters. In my opinion. I think he brought McLaren out of the gutters in his years there.
0: I tend to agree. I think he was a great, like first stepping stone towards getting up to that next level that they're trying to get to. And and now they're there. Yeah, I would think so. Um, You're wrong. The majority of people, actually three-fourths, about 78% of people on that poll said, yes, he was underrated. And I tend to agree.
1: Yeah, I I agree. agree.
0: I think now that he's on Ferrari and he's kind of playing second fiddle to Charles Leclerc, you forget just how good he is. Mm-hmm. He was the number one at, at an emerging McLaren team. Yeah. And a McLaren team that got third, if I remember correctly.
1: Yeah. And once again, <clears throat> that McLaren ke- team was not in good hands. They it weren't. Was, nope. They, they were worse than Ferrari. And that's saying something. Cause it's, yeah. it was Ferrari's had terrible, like the past four years. So yeah. Yeah.
0: Good pick there for Carlos Sainz. I had to give it to, Pierre Gasly Pierre Gasly for me Had a I great race I, I know he it. started fourth He started fourth and he finished sixth And that's dropping two points But mm-hmm. he On the very first lap he nudged um, Fernando Alonso off the track mm-hmm. Fernando Alonso spins And they give uh, They give Pierre a five second uh, penalty
1: Which I disagree with
0: I completely disagree with that It was he absolutely was Sandwiched, he can't go to life sandwiched point, Absolutely balance. a racing incident It's a ridiculous. It's wet, you know, but with a five second penalty, he's like the fact that he still managed to stay so close. You got to give it to him. I think that's a Mm -hmm. quality drive from Pierre. I think that's a drive that shows his class and his maturity as a driver. Getting a five second penalty can throw your entire race off, especially when you're on a smaller team like Alpha Tower. They are small. They're smaller no matter how much we like to say, oh, they're just. They're they're you know they're Red Bulls you know little brother and they are, but they this are. is a team this is a team that is fighting for points they are. For for him to qualify fourth, that's fantastic or f- yeah. uh, fifth. Excuse me. No, he qualified fifth. He started fourth due to whatever. Um, but finishing sixth, that is a great result for Alphatari and for PR Gasly. I think mm-hmm. these. It's, it's these races where you kind of forget about him, but he's like he's al- he's sandwiched between a Mercedes and a, and a McLaren. Yeah. like he's he's right behind Lewis and he's right in front of Lando. That's a that's a an AlphaTauri should not be there. An
1: Arguably AlphaTauri should just so, not yeah. be there. Arguably so. It
0: is races like this where you don't really notice him that is going to get him a seat. That is going to get him like a number one seat at like a, a quality team in the future.
1: Our I don't know what that looks caveat, like. For me personally, I do think Alpha Tari is a quality team, but they're not a top running team. I think there's a very distinct difference there.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm talking like this is going to get him potentially when if if Sergio Perez is on the outs in a few years, Pierre, we might see Pierre in that second Red Bull seat again.
1: I I disagree. I, I think I don't he's know. going. I think he's going Ferrari or McLaren if he goes up. I think Red Bull wants nothing to do with him. Mercedes, they've got their two golden boys. No, you decade. cannot
0: say that Red Bull does not want anything to do with him. He's still a Red Bull driver. That's
1: true. I don't know. I feel like he, I just feel like they drop Perez, they pick up Sonoda. I just really. They, they love young talent. They do. They love it. And Sonoda is the youngest on the track and he's pretty dang good. It's his first year. Been. Let's not he forget. And he's also, I'd argue, racing against a lot of really good guys this season. So.
0: Yep. Certainly. Well, he's certainly in a better car than some of these other. Like the, that yeah. Alpha Tauri is definitely quicker than the Haas. Definitely.
1: Oh, easily. Quicker
0: than the Williams, I think. And I think the
1: Al- I'd argue Alfa Romeo as well and
0: Yeah, I think so.
1: Maybe it's tough when it comes down to the Alpine and Aston Martin, but it's probably I, comparable.
0: I think that that Aston Martin is quicker than um both the Alfa Tari and the Alpine, but I think the Alpine might be might be quicker than the Alfa Tari, might be.
1: Well, my one problem with the they're really Aston close this Martin, year, which is
0: unfortunate for them.
1: Is constructor championship would disagree with you. They're they're not even right now Alpine or yeah Alpine and Alphatari are ten points away. Then in their forty points above.
0: Yeah, Aston, Aston Martin. Martin. Okay, that's valid. Yeah, that's so valid.
1: either it's if the if the car is good, it's the drivers that are bad. But I don't know. I feel like Vettel's had a great season. For the car.
0: For the car. okay, For the
1: car. Because he went from performing bad in a Ferrari to now performing good in an Aston Martin. He's still getting relatively, you know, same points or whatever. But, yeah. Anyway.
0: I don't know. You're kind of blindsiding me with that. I don't know if I would say that Sebastian Vettel, currently in 12th in the Drivers' Championships, is, you know, he's behind both Alpines. He's behind Pierre. He's behind... I don't know. I don't know if that's a great. Season. He's he is ahead of his teammate. He's ahead well, of Lance stroll. Here's
1: the way I see it. I think everyone ahead of him should be ahead of him. Is the way I look at it. I Probably I
0: don't think I don't think either of those alpines should be ahead of him.
1: You really don't think that? No. Fernando and Akon haven't deserved their position. Like they've played, they've done, they've been backrunners. They've been sneaking in, picking yeah. up those loose okay. points at the end, pretty much every. You're right. You know, every You're race. Right. You're right. Anyway. Yeah. All (laughs) right. Let's, let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on.
0: Uh, No, I love it. I love it. I love it. I'm not trying to.
1: No, I didn't. it.
0: All right. Let's talk. Well, we've talked a lot about good. Let's talk Mm -hmm. about bad. There was a couple bads. Yeah. Um, Chase, give me yours.
1: My bad was who, I don't know who made it, but whoever made the decision to put Vettel on Slick's while you can still visibly see water flying from the cars was probably one of the dumbest things i've ever seen in F1 <laughs> like one of the dumbest decisions fired get him out <laughs> you can literally see the water spraying off of the cars that are passing Vettel while he's driving on slicks i i i just don't get it it was it was such a weird like they wanted to get ahead of the curve but it's you know they jumped the bullet with that one. They jumped the gun with that one.
0: Yep. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, not a great decision in hindsight.
1: Shredded uh, or
0: race. or in foresight. Or in foresight, really. Yeah. Um, he was, I think, the only driver to try slicks, and he tried it like early on in the race. Yeah. <laughs> and and um, yeah, did not work. He he went out for one lap. He went out for one lap. And then immediately came back in. So two yep. pit stops in a
1: lap. That that warranted <clears throat> him nineteenth place getting passed by Schumacher.
0: Yep. Not a great decision there from Aston Martin. But you know what? You live in, you live and you learn.
1: Yeah. yeah let's hope that'll finish
0: eighteenth. Well outside of the points. Getting beat by both Williams. Whoops. Alright. My worst of the weekend, and I hate to do this, but he's a race winner now, and so this qualifying and this finish from Daniel Ricciardo is unacceptable, if I'm being perfectly honest with you. Agreed. I think he has been poor in a lot of qualifying. This was bad, and I understand that... Uh, or er, like this first session there was like, oh, we do a lap on inters and then we do a lap on slicks, but th- it- McLaren is fighting for third place with Ferrari. They're neck and neck. They're about eight points, eight and a half points mm-hmm. separate. Daniel Ricciardo, not getting any points in this race is disastrous. They need it's- those points. It is ridiculous that I feel like every other week, Daniel Ricciardo is out of qualifying in the first session and maybe he sneaks back into the points this week. He did not. And that can't happen. That just can't happen. If McLaren wants to a be considered a top team and B actually wants to solidify this third place, because guess what? I don't think we've, I don't think we've ever talked about a Ferrari, um, doing poorly in qualifying i don't think we've i don't think i've ever uh, noticed charles or or carlos getting knocked out like
1: prematurely
0: in qualifying
1: i don't think they i know they've started the race in terrible positions but i don't think it was be, i don't think it was always because of their qualifying i think it yeah. was because of penalties or crashes or something
0: but yeah yeah, I agree. You get my point. This is unacceptable for McLaren, I, and as a McLaren fan, and as a Daniel Ricciardo fan, I know that, one, he, he wants to do better, and B, he will do better. So, this is my worst, but with a caveat, that I think we it can get better.
1: Yeah. <laughs> when we first started this podcast, and the season first started, a couple races in, we were talking a lot about Daniel Ricciardo and his performance and his seat and what they should do with him. And I was defending him heavily back then. I was like, you know, he's new, blah, blah, blah. He's new to the car, blah, blah, blah. You know, we're comparing him to Lando, who's, you know, fourth best, third best on the grid, however you see it. And now we have six races left. And like you said, he's still getting knocked out in qualifying really early on. And it's, I'm gonna say it's becoming a problem now like I love the guy, but this is rough i he needs to do more he needs to do more
0: yeah I'm looking over I'm kind of just going through and going through the qualifyings for Daniel um in the last I'm up to Austria now and he had a streak there where he would qualify sixth or seventh, but I'm currently on a streak where he's he's outside of the top ten. There's yeah. there's another seventh place. He hasn't qualified higher than sixth yet, and I'm up to Hungary, eleventh. Now to Belgium,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, Belgium. He did fourth. That was his best quality. I won't do this forever, but I I just needed to yeah. to make sure that I wasn't going crazy. Tenth place in the Netherlands. That's ridiculous.
1: He got what qualifying did he get knocked out of? You said this weekend.
0: First, he got knocked out in the first in the first round. Oh, he did. Yeah. yeah. Fifth place in Italy, Russia was fifth. That's his best start. He's obviously won that race, or he won one of these races. I forget. And then, yeah, qualifying. They're sixteenth in Turkey. I mean, uh, he's a great driver. I don't understand why these qualifying are so terrible. They're so bad. You,
1: wanna, He's getting, yeah. you want some icing on the cake? Of course. Please. I love icing. Mick Schumacher made it in quality two this weekend.
0: Yep. Yep.
1: And Daniel Ricciardo.
0: Daniel Ricciardo. Race race winner, Daniel Ricciardo.
1: Race winner, Daniel Ricciardo, inarguably the third best car on the grid. Yep. Got beaten by a Haas, which is undeniably the worst car on the grid. Undeniably. With a rookie in it.
0: That's tough. It's
1: a shame.
0: It's a shame. Uh, I realized I did not do my team of the day, Chase. We skipped over that. Um, mine was Red Bull.
1: I think did we it's kind. Yeah, we, you said Ferrari. Did I? Yeah. Or were we were just talking. I thought I said it for Carlos. Anyway, do you go for it and We can. No. no everyone. Like, oh, whatever. did we not do team of the day? So I don't think. Know... I think we just skipped over it because we went from goods to bads. Okay.
0: Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Okay. But well, you can
1: go first. Shit, you can go first. Shit.
0: Okay, I'll go first. I'll go first. My <laughs> team of the day, of course, was Red Bull. I think, um, number one, a great drive from, from Perez, I think. He was my um, – he was kind of my alternate choice for driver of the day. I think he had a really mm-hmm. quality race, and I think at the I end agree. he did what he's supposed to do, and that's finish right behind Maxer Steppen. Yeah. Um, looking at the race result here, a second and a third place. I mean – You'll take that,
1: that's especially what they with
0: need. especially with Lewis and fifth. You'll take that. Look, right now, right now, Red Bull still quite a bit behind Mercedes in the constructor standings. And
1: not, too I mean, far.
0: I, not too far, but
1: almost for,
0: almost forty,
1: close to forty, yeah. Close but that's 40. that's literally a race win, second place, and Mercedes places bad in the top ten. That yep. that gap closes in one race.
0: Max Verstappen is currently leading Lewis by. Four
1: six, I think it's six, two points. It's two no, it's
0: six. It's six points right now.
1: Oh, he is. Yeah, okay, it is yeah. six
0: points right now. Um, not a lot.
1: No, not but at if all. but
0: if Red Bull wants to double this year, which I think they can, they need more weekends like this. Obviously, it would you know be preferable if Max was on step one, and not a Mercedes, but. <laughs> They need – honestly, they need – we need to see Checo on the podium more if – I agree. if Because when – it feels like we rarely ever see a Mercedes 2-3. We've seen them uh, – I guess now that I'm thinking back on it, we've seen it more often um, than like I'm thinking. But we've certainly seen it more often than we've seen Red Bull do it.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: And I think that is attributed – currently to Mercedes' Constructors' standings lead. Uh, go ahead and do your team.
1: So my team of the day was Ferrari, and I did this because I say I say it every week. I've said it already this episode. I'm a Red Bull fan. It's really easy for me to choose the team that I like, but I, I like to step away and be unbiased. I think Ferrari, I think if... McLaren, and more specifically Daniel Ricciardo, isn't careful. Ferrari is going to snag that third place. Mm. The stuff that Leclerc is doing is great. I mean, he was at the top half, top five, for like the majority of this race, was he not? And and then Carlos going from, hey man, your race is completely shot. You're nowhere near the points. To you picked up a couple points. That's, right, er, Ferraris, they're they're doing what I think they need to be doing if they want to snag that third place. And I think they're doing a great job, all things considered. I mean, lap 52 is where Perez finally gets past Leclerc. Yep. And in my opinion, the cars aren't comparable. So for Leclerc to have that position over Perez for that long, that's... That's good.
0: He'll take you know? that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. A great qualifying from Charles. Third place, he'll take that.
1: Yeah, he's he's good at qualifying. He's really good at qualifying.
0: Excuse me, fourth place. And then Lewis had to take the grid penalty.
1: Yeah, so, yeah, I think Ferrari... I think Ferrari is sneaking up on McLaren. And if you look at the driver's standings, Lando's pulling McLaren. He's... Yep. he's got the heavy load he's 145 points he he's beating Perez right now in the driver's standings he's beating a Red bull yep and, and then and then it's two Ferraris then his his teammate so yeah interesting stuff for the future yeah all right
0: let's talk about power rankings we love them we love them sometimes we hate them
1: Oh, I hate them, but I love hating them. We
0: hate them, but we love them. All right. Um, get. I'll let you take a guess at the top five, Chase.
1: Well, I most likely won't get ordered, but I think Bottas is one. I think Perez is two. Leclerc's three. Verstappen four, and. Gasly's five. Wow.
0: That was actually really impressive. You got three out of five. Oh, you really? Got, yeah, you got Bottas at one. Mm-hmm. You got Verstappen at four, and you got Gasly at five. You did mix up uh, Charles Leclerc. Charles Leclerc is in second. They gave him a rating of a 9.2. Mm-hmm. And Carlos Sainz makes it in instead of uh, Sergio Perez. In oh. eighth, they gave him a 9.0. That's... Or finished. In I'll third, take
1: that. Yeah. I can go home now happy. That was very that. good.
0: I think this power rankings is pretty good. I think It's not bad. I think um uh yeah, Max had a good race. Maybe swapping Carlos and Charles, maybe Carlos up into second cuz Carlos in my opinion had a better race than Charles. I Charles qualified better, granted, but um at the end of the day like he didn't get third and that was really what he was going to go out there to do whereas Mm -hmm. carlos just was going to try to score points so getting up into eighth from the back of the grid i think that's fantastic a fantastic drive from him this is a
1: good power rankings for once dude
0: yeah this is very good i think valtteri in first is deserved i think he had a good race i think i was talking to my dad about this and why like why max really wasn't going for first in my opinion i don't think he was really gunning for it i understand a a competitor like max is always you know if you give him a shot he's gonna try to take it so Mm -hmm. good on valtry for never giving him that opportunity
1: Mm -hmm.
0: but i have a feeling this race was really decided within the first couple laps once max decided like it it's probably gonna take a lot for me to get past valtry here his red bull team was just like you know what max Second works for us. So yeah. just keep it on the track. And, and you know what, if later down the race, if Valtteri's slipping, we'll, we'll get on the radio and be like, all right, time to push. Let's go. We can win this. But I think that you have to give Valtteri credit where credit is due. He yeah. really didn't put a foot wrong. He really didn't. No, this was he, a great race from him.
1: He didn't do what I think Valtteri does a lot, which is just, Open the door wide for Verstappen. There's so many times where, I mean, Verstappen just walks over him. And this race, like you said, he didn't, you know, decimate his competition, but he didn't give them a real chance, you know? Yeah,
0: never a shot. Never in doubt. This was one of those never in doubt ones.
1: I don't know if I'd rank him as one in the power rankings because, I don't know, but, you know... I think he deserves to be in the five power rankings. I, I think I'd rank him more as like three personally. Cause I, I feel like Carlos had an amazing race and like you, you like you said, a little cleric also did. So yeah.
0: Okay. Let's look at overall power rankings after Turkey. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'll give you once again, a uh, top five. See if uh-huh. you can guess them.
1: Oh man. I, I'm saying this right now. If, Verstappen is not number one overall power rankings. I don't know who makes them, but they don't watch the sport. Okay. It has to Max be
0: is Madden. number one.
1: Okay, I will give ahead. you that one. Max is go number ahead. one. It's it. Then it's got to be Hamilton because they're <laughs> way too close in the constructors' championship to argue anyone else. Okay. In my opinion, uh, then I think if it was earlier in the season, I would say Norris. For three, but I really, I he's fallen. He's not been talked about for these last like four races, mm-hmm. in my opinion. So, I think. Oh man, this is tough. I think I'll go with Gasly because I know Gasly's a really fan favorite for the power rankings. He's like always in the top five. Yeah, I'll go he, was, three.
0: he was. He was sixth. Oh no, no, he was fifth in this one. Yeah. In the overall. No, 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 no. In oh, in the this race. race. Yeah, but I, yeah. I didn't he, talk
1: about. Him. He deserves to be talked about. I, I, you know, my opinions, I think he's a little overrated. Anyway, uh, I'll give him third. I'll go uh, Bottas fourth and then Perez fifth.
0: Okay. Okay. So you got Max at one mm-hmm. and that's it. That's it. Okay, um, yeah. That's it. So second place, they currently have Lando. Still? Yep. Well, this is overall. This is overall in the season. So accounting for every single that. race.
1: I, I just feel like uh, the past four races, it's
0: yeah. Anyway, yeah, that's valid. Um, so second place was Lando. Third mm-hmm. place was Lewis. Uh-huh. Um, thir- uh huh. Um, third tied for with Lewis in third, but like fourth is mm-hmm. Charles Leclerc. Mm-hmm. And fifth place, George Russell. They have George Russell in fifth place, followed by Pierre in sixth, Carlos Sainz in seventh, Fernando Alonso and Esteban Ocon in seventh or er, in eighth and ninth. And then Daniel Ricardo in 10th. Those are the overall power rankings. Um, I, hate, I yeah. hate
1: to say it, but they're off the rocker with George. I love George. He's clearly one of the best on the grid, but not fifth, in my opinion. I don't know.
0: I think he's had his best season in a Williams this year.
1: I think he's had his best season, uh, agreed. But just, oh, I don't know. It's so
0: tough. It's so tough we, to try to put him.
1: super great. But he doesn't – he'll qualify in the top 10, and then he'll play 16. He's done it a lot. And I get he's in the, like, second worst car in the grid, but I I just – I don't think I could put him in the top five. That's too tough for me.
0: Oof, That's tough for, for a guy who's – he's just trying to make it in that – I get it. Space. He's just trying get to make it. I get it,
1: and he's one of the best, but – my, see, here's my problem with my, my problem with this is if I, if we put him in the top five while he's in a Williams next year, he's just going to be number one. And I, cause you know, right. If he's in a Merced if Williams to Mercedes, he's gotta be number one power ranking next year. Yeah, so you sure. see, that's just kind of how I'm seeing it where it's like next year, he'll be unstoppable. If this year he's ranked fifth in a Williams. <laughs> no, I,
0: that might be a little bit of an overreaction, but yeah. I think I think you have to give the man props for doing what he I has do. been doing this year. I'm not
1: taking anything away from him. In though.
0: the Williams. Scoring any points in a Williams is adm- admirable, and he scored 16.
1: I agree. but That's I, really good. Caveat here, Latifi did also score points in the same race that he scored points. So.
0: Valen, Valen, Valen.
1: So, yeah. It, yeah. That's
0: right. All right. I think he's a good I, driver. I think he's I think uh, he's a very good driver. I think yeah, he deserves to be in fifth. I, I really do. I think he's been really, that's really good. That's fair.
1: That's fair.
0: All right. Let's, let's not talk about this. Let's talk about something fun, Chase. Let's talk about yeah. something fun. Because we had a brand new Honda Red Bull livery for this race. We had another fun uh, livery a few weeks ago with the Gulf McLaren, which I really liked. We didn't really talk about that, which was unfortunate. Yeah. Um, but this... I... On Twitter, I was talking about it. Again, follow us on Twitter at Formula1F1, at f one Gridlock Pod. I was talking about it. Chase, I love this livery. Chase, I I love it. it. I I love it, it, Chase. It's so good. It looks so clean. Mm -hmm. Max Verstappen with the white and gold helmet and the white jumpsuit. Looked like he was an angel out on the track. And he drives like one, too. No, he drives like a demon, but he looks like an angel. Yeah. And, uh, Chase, I think we we had some other Red Bull liveries. Chase, do you want to talk about this?
1: Yeah, so uh, I kind of want to see where you rank some of the best uh, of all time from Red Bull, that is, from Red Bull. And uh, for the people at home, if you want to see what we're talking about, I just kind of Googled – red bull liveries mm. so all all red bull liveries and then i pulled up an article from racing news 360.com 365.com so there's uh like seven here or something i'll go down the list real quick and then i don't want to hear your rankings of them so we've got their 2005 monaco star wars that's we all everyone knows the Star Wars one. Even if you don't watch the sport, you you might have heard of the Star Wars Red Bull, right? Then we got their Superman. That one's that one's pretty neat. We got their Wings for Life 1, 2008 Brazilian Grand Prix. That was also a white car. I think. Yes. Okay, cool. I'm I'm colorblind so I have to double check. Yes, it uh, is white. <laughs> then we've got their Wings for Life 2, 2012 British Grand Prix. It's uh, that
0: This one's really cool because it's an it, it's for a charity. This Wings of Life mm-hmm. charity. Yeah, and great. the yeah. livery is an amalgamation of thousands of photos from people who sponsored the charity. Mm-hmm. I think that's really, really sick. And it, it looks cool too.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then we've got 2015 Zebra camo, camo, which is white and black. White and black. That thing looks crazy. Yeah. Very nice. Very nice. So then 2018 Silverstone Shakedown. Then This one
0: looks incredibly like the current Alpha Tower. It's got like yeah. the exact same color scheme.
1: Almost almost identical. Yeah. And then the 2019 uh new RB15 launch one. Yeah, that one looks really good. And then of course they're 007. They're British. And, and the new one. We can add the new one into this list. We can add the new one in. Yeah. Um so then, okay. I want to hear where you rank them all and what you think about them as you rank them.
0: Okay, I'll do top five. Mm-hmm. Number one, the Star Wars one. No, uh, mm-hmm. the number one for me has to be the Wings of Life two. I really like that idea mm-hmm. with the with the uh, the the thousands of like people's photos. I think that's really really cool. Mm-hmm. Number two, has I think number two is this most recent one. This Honda livery, the white mm-hmm. looks really, really good. Number three, this, this, uh, the 2019 RB15 launch with the like sort of, um, geomet, more geometric Red Bull, the bright red, there's no yellow mm-hmm. on the, on the, on the car. And there's a lot of like chevrons and it's really angle Yeah. I think that one looks really good. It's a real disappointing that it never really made it further than the unveiling. Yeah. Number 4. I don't know. The more I look at this um zebra, this black and white zebra camo, the more I like it. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm going to have to put that one for. And then for 5th, 5th it's kind of I I don't know. This the silver, the Silverstone Shakedown down the one that looks like the current Alpha Tauri. Yeah. I'm not in love with. I'm not in love with it, so I think I'm going to have to give it to the to the black um, double oh seven British Grand Prix 2019 car.
1: Those are some I think good choices. Looks, I think that one looks
0: really good. The black. Yeah. We don't, uh, we don't see a lot of black cars. We've got one this year with the, the Alpine is kind of black, but.
1: Oh, is it? Yeah.
0: It's kind of black, isn't
1: oh. it? I, anyway. you're asking a blind kid. <laughs>
0: good point. Anyway, Those can, some good You choices. can correct me. You can correct me on that. Um on Twitter at F at F one gridlock podcast. But no, I think that, um, I, I don't know. I've always thought that Red Bull needs a change. They need, they need to mix something up. And I always thought like an all white livery would look sick. Mm -hmm. And then when I found out they were doing one, I was like, let's go. They're in my brain. Um, (laughs) the one thing that I was disappointed in is that they didn't give the mechanics new, new, like outfits. Yeah. like um, when uh, McLaren did their golf one, their mechanics got new outfits and the Red Bull out mechanics were still in the like classic um, dark Navy outfits. And I was kind of yeah. like, Oh, they didn't give the, the mechanics I, new, new clothes, man. That's messed up. I agree. i on that front doing them dirty. I think that if I would really love to see a year that Red Bull went, went and did a livery like this, and then, like the bull, was either like, was like a, a mixture of the red and the yellow, and then like we got just like hints of the the dark blue still, so we don't lose the the, the dark mm-hmm. blue because the dark blue is really like iconic to them.
1: And yes. So
0: I I obviously I want that to stay. Dark in the blue, divine. red,
1: and yellow are their their colors.
0: Yeah, but doing something for just a year and then bringing back the kind of more classic dark blue. But giving me a year of white Red Bull would be, oh, I don't think I could, I don't think I would get tired of it. I think I would love it from, from race day one, like, ah, man. So seeing, seeing this one made my heart happy. I know it's, um, it's kind of a, a, an homage to Honda. And of course, Honda is leaving, but I would love that, sadly, but I would love that if, you know, the show, if, if we post about it and if we talk about it enough that, the designers over there at Red Bull will maybe maybe take it and use it in the future. It could yeah. be awesome. could be absolutely awesome.
1: Well, All right. we picked a lot of the same top five. I'll, I'll give you a quick rundown of my top Oh, five. yeah. Go ahead. We picked a lot, just different orders. So, for me, this new one, top. Top of the line. Top of the line. I love this. Top of the morning. Top of the line. Then I'm going to go with you. Wings for Life 2. It's so it's such a cool concept, and yeah, then it looks idea. really cool and unique. You immediately look at it and you say, "That's Red Bull, but it's different." Mm-hmm. Like that's that's my thought process there. Okay. Then I'm going with the zebra camo, camo as three. Then I'm <clears> going uh, twenty nineteen launch as four, and I'm gonna go the. The Star Wars one, as much as I don't like <laughs> it itself, it it's, was it... like one of the coolest of all time because it was one of the, you know, it was a whole thing. They were all dressed up as stormtroopers. Like,
0: you know. It looks very cheesy, but it's fun. It's exactly. fun. It's exactly. Exactly. I wouldn't love to see it
1: more than like once or twice, but like just (laughs) they went all out for it, and that's that's what I respect is everyone was something, and you know
0: I like it, I like it. No, I I think I think you sneak it in the Star Wars one was fun. I yeah I don't love the Star Wars one, but because it looks it looks extremely dated, like you can just tell it looks like two thousand five. It you can tell it was from the early two thousands, whereas I don't know I feel like something like the 2012 wings for life 2. like if they rolled that out next week, I'd, I'd go, Whoa,
1: that looks sick. Yeah, exactly. Exactly.
0: Um, so anyway, yeah. Uh, go. all right. I th- well, I think we can end it there. I think, uh, let's, yeah. let's talk about, uh, predict, give me a prediction for the next race. It is, it's actually, Hey, it's the, it's the United States grand prix, baby.
1: It's the U S grand prix. It's the United States grand prix. Let me go, let me go buy a ticket and fly a couple of States and see it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, Austin circuit of the Americas, Austin. It's actually yeah. not too far from my grandparents. And I would, you know, one day, you know, yeah. maybe when I'm an adult and I make money, yeah. uh, I currently don't do that now. Um, Would love to go to Austin and see the race. But as of right now, and it's not, it is next week, the 24th, October 24th. So we've got a week. Um, mm-hmm. we got a, our down week, which is, unfortunate. I love waking up and watching the race, but
1: not this week. Uh, so chase, give me your podium predictions. Oh man. This isn't going to be one that I, that I believe, uh, in backing it because I want it, but I, it has to be Hamilton one for me. He was, he won in 2015, 2016, 2017 and placed Second in 2019. Those are some pretty good stats. He's in the best car in the grid. He wants to beat Max for Verstappen. I think he places first. I think it's Verstappen second. And I think Lando finally gets his comeback and he places third. Okay.
0: I like that. It's you did your research there. But I disagree with you. Max Verstappen is going to take number one. We're going to see Sergio. We're going to see Sergio Perez continue this good run of form. He's going to get second, and I do think Lando Norris is going to get third. I think this is going to be a emergence for him. We're going to see him. Mm -hmm. We're going to be talking about him again. I know you said we haven't been talking about him. We're going to talk about him after this race. I hope so. Guaranteed. All right, Chase. Well, let's call it there. I think that was an excellent episode. Don't you? I
1: agree. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well
0: yeah lots lots to talk about and i'm sure there will be more next week and i will see you then